This is the Tom Bigby Tales. Welcome to Columbus, Mississippi, a little town in Northeast Mississippi along the Tom Bigby River. I'm your host, Shannon Evans. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the former mayor, postmaster, and murderer who was convicted in Lowndes County as the oldest murderer in the history of the town. His name was Thomas Hunter Sharp. Thomas Hunter Sharp was born in 1862 to Jacob Hunter Sharp and wife Sarah Hunt Harris Sharp. Thomas, born during the Civil War, was the son of a general. His father, a prominent attorney and newspaperman in Columbus, rose through the ranks from private to captain. After action at Shiloh, he was eventually promoted to colonel and led a brigade at Chickamauga, the Battle of Missionary Ridge. By 1864, when Thomas was not quite two, his father was promoted to Brigadier General and continued his leadership in Tennessee and late late in the Carolina campaigns, where he'd surrender in North Carolina in April of 1865. Jacob Sharp returned home to Columbus and continued his career as an attorney, as well as serving in the state legislature as a representative and served as its speaker from 1886 to 1888. Thomas's mother was the daughter of a Mississippi Supreme Court judge, William Harris, a planter and one of the owners, eventually, of White Arches. She was the granddaughter of Jephthah Harris, who was also the father of Robert Gleed's wife. We'll talk about that on another episode. After Thomas's father returned from the Civil War, his father Jacob became heavily involved in the Ku Klux Klan as their local county leader during Reconstruction and was largely responsible for uh, running Robert Gleed and his wife out of the state of Mississippi during the election of 1875. And he was largely responsible for the destruction of Gleed's home and burning of the homes of his neighbors. Sharp owned the Columbus Independent newspaper briefly in the late 1870s. By 1885, Jacob Sharp was elected to the State House, where he would serve until 1904. The Sharps were staunch Methodist and members and supporters of First Baptist of First Methodist Church in downtown Columbus. They lived at 619 Third Street South near Thomas's grandparents in a very spacious home built in 1853. Ever the general's wife, Mrs. Sharp was a card-carrying member of the Stephen D. Lee chapter of the United Daughters of the Confederacy. She was known for her barbecues, teas, fundraisers, and receptions for the area's old soldiers. At the time of her death in 1917, she was 80 years old, and while her son was the local pastor, and at that time, her son was the local postmaster. All manner of Confederate dignitaries and town fathers showed up for her funeral, including Generals Sanders Billups and T.E. Sykes. Colonels W.D. Humphreys and C.L. Lincoln were also present, as well as the owner of the paper, Mr. Mayor. Her pallbearers included P.W. Mayor, the owner of the paper, T.J. Locke, 
who owned a zoo, and Sarah Sharp's own son, Thomas. Thomas served in the Spanish-American War, where he, he eventually attained the rank of captain. He married Francis Virginia Jenny Jones Green Sharp in 1889 in Columbus's First Methodist Church. They had a son, Jake Hunter, who died in 1930 at age 39. They also had a daughter, Jenny, born in 1899. Thomas shows up on local census records as either Thomas H. or T. Hunter Sharp, as he does in the 1880 census. In 1880, he was 17 years old and living at home and clerking at a store. His father at that time is listed as the editor of the independent paper. The family is doing well enough to have a live-in servant named Cordelia Phillips in 1880. By the 1900 census, Thomas is married and listed as a physician with two children, Jake, age 10, and Francis, Virginia, age 3. In the 1910 census, he is living on 3rd Avenue South with his mother and listed as a planter and wage earner. We wonder if that is actually a typo and it should be physician and wage earner. Both children are still at home, and Jake, age 20, is listed as a clerk in a typewriter store. His, his daughter was 11 and still listed as a student in school. The Sharp family lived in what is now Sims and Sims Law Offices on 3rd Avenue North, behind the present-day County Library, per the 1918 directory, and is listed as the city's postmaster, and living with his married daughter, Jenny Sharp Brooks, living at home with them. In the 1920 census, Thomas Sharp is 54 and listed as the postmaster, and only he and his wife are in the household. In 1930, he and his wife are still listed in the same house which they owned on 3rd Avenue North. Thomas was elected mayor in 1924. By 1928, his health was failing, and he announced that he to that he would not be running for re-election. He was well enough, however, to accompany Bernie Imes Sr. to open the Billups cheese plant during that year, per the dispatch. He left his sickbed to swear in T.W. Harris as mayor. In his last act as mayor, he watched the police department take seized slot machines and destroy them behind City Hall per a January 1929 newspaper article. The mayor's son would die in Atlanta that year in 1930 and his wife would follow in 1931. His daughter, Virginia, also known as Jenny, was quite popular and active in community events, community theater, and social settings. She married Leonard Brooks of West Point, but their marriage was short-lived because by 1925, they had divorced and both had remarried. She married later Charles Frank Batten in Jackson in St. Andrew's Episcopal Church in that year of 1925 per a Clarion Ledger newspaper article. Virginia was a trained teacher, having taught at Franklin Academy in Columbus prior to her marriage to Batten, they had one child, Virginia Ann Batten Brown, in 1927. 
but back to Thomas, her father. While he was poorly at the end of his term as mayor, he seemed to rebound in 1929. By 1930, when his son has died, per an, uh, an Atlanta Constitution article of consumption, followed by his wife in December of 1931, um, <clears throat> Thomas lived on and lived large. Apparently, Thomas also had another son, Thomas Hunter Jr., who was born in Columbus in 1891, but he does not appear on any of the census records living with his parents because by 1900, he was in Columbus living with his grandfather, General Jacob Sharp. He was still living in his grandparents' home at age 18, where he is listed as a typewriter salesman and married to a woman named Rosa or Rosa Lee, depending on how you read the, uh, the handwriting. By 1920, he had moved to Arkansas, divorced, and married Flora May Birdwell of Texas. By 1930, he had divorced Birdwell and was living in New Orleans as an automobile executive. By World War II, he signs up for his draft card and marks his sister, Mrs. Frank Batten of Jackson, Mississippi, as his next of kin and lists himself as unemployed. He lived to be 79 and died in Beaumont, Texas, and donated his body to medical science. And that's all we know of Thomas Jr. So let's get back to Thomas Sr. Why did Thomas Sharp Sr.'s surviving family all disappear from Columbus? How did such a distinguished member of society and the son of a highly decorated general and grandson of a Mississippi Supreme Court justice lose his connections to his remaining family? It would appear that after the death of his son, Jake, and the loss of his wife, Jenny, one year later, that he pretty much fell apart. He had no job, he lost his home, and he moved from boarding house to rented room during the Depression. His once sharp mind began to founder with age. By 1949, he is living at 707 Tuscaloosa Avenue and is 87 years old. The home that he was living in and renting a room belonged to H.W. McCowan Sr., a plumber who worked with his son, H.W. McCowan Jr., who lived in the same dwelling. The McCowan home was next door to Henry L. Moore, age 59, a Columbus native, and ninth switchman on the CNG Railroad. Moore and his wife had recently been in a dispute with Hosea McCowan Jr. over a fence that Moore had built on what Moore felt was on his own property. McCowan, McCowan Sr., T.H. Sharp, Moore, his wife, and his neighbor, the photographer, Carl Brown, were all gathered and an argument started over McCowan's destruction of the fence. A shooting ensued and Moore was fatally shot and his wife was seriously injured with one shot to her stomach, two in the hip, and one in the hand. Carl Brown, who was there as Mrs. on behalf of Mrs. Brown, had, who had asked him to photograph the fence that McCowan had destroyed earlier in the week with his truck for legal and insurance purposes, as Moore planned to file suit over the matter. When Brown arrived, Sharp and McCowan Sr. were in front of the McCowan home. Brown told Deputy Sheriff 
Tom J. Glover, he, he saw Sharp raise a pistol. Brown ducked and Moore ran behind a car in the road in front of Moore's house. Sharp fired twice. Mrs. Moore came out of the house to see what the noise was, and she was shot. Her husband rushed toward her to shield her from further shots, and then he, too, was shot. Moore was killed, and his wife was in serious condition after being shot multiple times by a forty-five. She was taken in critical condition to Columbus Hospital. Thomas Sharp was immediately arrested, and McCowan was arrested the next day. His son was arrested soon after. Mrs. Moore would recover from her wounds, but Mr. Moore was buried in Friendship Cemetery in lot number 497. Hosea, Hosea McCowan Jr. pleaded guilty to destroying the Moore's fence and was fined $350 and a two-year probation. Hosea McCowan Sr. was convicted of Moore's murder after Thomas Sharp confessed to his part. Sharp was then sent to Parchment Penitentiary to begin a life sentence at age 87. While in the Lowndes County Jail, he tried to overdose on sleeping pills. However, his jailers discovered his plan and he was transported safely to the Delta. He was the oldest man to ever be convicted of murder in Lowndes County. He was placed in a special ward for elderly prisoners where they were given only light tasks. Two years later, in February 1952, he would be sent from the pen to a veteran's home. McCowan was sentenced to life, and he too was sent to Parchman. McCowan died in 1964 at age 72 in Parchman Penitentiary and is buried in Friendship Cemetery. Hosea McCowan Jr. died in 1964 at age 46 and is buried in Memorial Gardens in Columbus. Thomas Sharp died in a veteran's home on March of 1953 and is buried next to his parents, General and Mrs. Jacob Hunter Sharp, in Friendship Cemetery in Columbus, Mississippi. I want to thank you for coming to my little podcast and learning more about our little town and Tom Bigby Tales. Until next time.